I guess I was pretty horny. What's in the bag? A shark or something? Oh, no, not the beast! God damn it! How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? I'm a vampire. Kill me. Fucking files! Have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beaten to you? Pissed! Blood! That's our boy Nicholas Cage. What are these fucking iguanas doing on my coffee table? <laughs> Hello. Hi. Sorry about our hiatus. <sighs> Sorry you missed us last week. Yeah. I'm garbage. Oh, I thought you said I'm Garmin, but then I was... <laughs> I am Garmin as well. I am Garmin and garbage. I'm Marta and also garbage. <laughs> Perillo. How are we doing last names? I'm Garbage Perillo I'm and, garbage I'm Perillo. <laughs> and I'm Asia Garbage. I'm Asia Garbage. And this is gone in garbage seconds. Um... No, yeah, sorry. We uh, we tried our best to get something solid out for you last week, but with the holiday and crazy work hours and stuff, it just didn't work Insane out. Insane work hours, not even crazy. Like, legal psychosis hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, huh? <laughs> no, it's um, bad. <laughs> this week, we've entered the 90s with Nicolas Cage. So let's review quickly um, some of his best... Because this is this is the the first decade for us that we've completed. Yes, Cause he started in 1981, and here we are. It's the 90s. So here's a quick recap of our experience with Nicholas throughout the 80s. Nobody is going to tell me who I can score with. Son of a bitch! And throw shit at them like the lady across the hall. Bring me the big knife. I'm going to cut my throat. <laughs> Did we break up? <coughs> Did we break up? There you are. And and it's there. Um, <laughs> and that's it. It was great. It, it was good. So this one, Asia was very excited about, and I absolutely loved. We're doing Wild at Heart by David Lynch. Yes, my boy. In 1990 came out uh, August 17th of 1990, and I was actually just saying to Asia, I was like, "This is Nick's like first movie thus far." I think, I, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but off the top of my head, it's his first movie thus far that actually not only, like, reached the budget, but then made a little bit more. Oh, they made money. They made money. Wow. There Congrats. was a profit. Um, yeah, this one was $9.5 million uh, budget, and the box office got $14.6 So Wow, proud of them. Proud of them. This is a fucking great movie. No, I, I loved it. I really like David Lynch. I am a more recent fan i haven't loved him forever just in the last few years but this was good this is probably one of my favorite movies from him that i've seen oh from david lynch yeah i was gonna say as far as for me for nick yeah oh yeah well is up there i will say so the movie stars a lot of people but it's huge cast huge cast but specifically two leads are laura dern um david lynch uses her a lot actually oh does he yeah yeah um, I'm not a huge. I mean, I I respect David Lynch, but I'm actually really not that educated with David Lynch. Just it seemed weird. to be of the tone of what I expect his movies to be from the little that I've seen. Yeah, but even Asia was like, "This is different for him." Yeah, well, because like usually, like his, I don't know. He just makes you feel weird, but in like the best way. But in the in a good way. Like I I always feel like 
kind of like turned off but also like very in love when i'm watching his movies you're like i'm depressed but i'm in it but i'm like and it's not even depressed i'm just like wow i'm like kind of grossed out but also like i really want to fall in love right now <laughs> yeah this i do have to say the combination of laura dern hooking up and it was funny because we didn't neither one of us had seen this movie and i was like i can't wait to watch laura dern and nick cage fuck and like jokingly yeah yeah but like we really do no they were great like, several times there was like the most vivid sex scenes and i was like i hope that they got married in real life yeah no because <laughs> like, that's what i was gonna say is i was like i'm pretty sure they're at the top of like my favorite on-screen couple that yeah their chemistry was great it was so good and it's funny because like they're both super sexy and trashy in their own way oh i think it's the trashiness that gets me yeah to be honest yeah because she is kind of like i don't she, even know i don't even know where chewing, to begin with this movie okay she's chewing gum the whole time yeah and smoking yeah. cigarettes just like yeah like she's that kind of character and giggling and just being like babe like and like freaking out and like yelling and like oh, doing yeah. all kinds of dramatic shit with her hair because it's like the 90s and it's long and curly yeah it's like we're like fresh into the 90s like just leaving the 80s and i feel like a lot of I, well because how old is she in the movie i feel like she's got to be like 19 oh she's yeah. a kid she's i think she's supposed to be like 20 oh, okay yeah so yeah. she's she's baby um <laughs> laura dern is baby <laughs> is bobby <laughs> is bobby laura dern and nick cage date in real life i need to know <laughs> 16 wild facts about wild heart Ooh, that's not what i was looking for i don't think they did damn it wow they should have though because that was good it was real good huh um I, and it's weird because it's a weird combination but i i had a feeling it was because they're both so long yes and that's why they look so good together because they're just like lanky and they're wearing like really well-fitted clothes and they have like long faces like long noses like super tight clothes <laughs> super tight like it's totally good and they're dancing with each other like yes. on the side of the road they making out oh my god yes <laughs> so i guess basically i don't know where to start because this movie is so chaotic and my feelings for it are the same um <laughs> but i guess ultimately let's read the actual synopsis yeah, I, and then I this is liked, one that we need to. I kind of liked trying to wing it, like because we we winged it for time to kill. Yeah, but I I feel like that was surprisingly streamlined. No, that was good. That was that was, and you're when you winged it, you did a good job. This one is so chaotic, I wouldn't know how to wing it. Yeah, we'd get, we'd get sidetracked in trying to. Yeah. So this is this is what the synopsis of the film is. <clears throat> Excuse me, and this is found on uh, Wikipedia. Thank you. Thank you. After serving prison time for a self-defense killing, Sailor Ripley, Nicolas Cage, reunites with girlfriend Lula Fortune, Laura Dern. Lula's mother, Marietta, Diane Ladd, desperate to keep them apart, hires a hitman to kill Sailor. But he finds a whole new set of troubles when he and Bobby Peru, Willem Dafoe, <laughs> an old buddy who's also out to get Sailor, try to rob a store. When Sailor lands in jail yet again, the young lovers appear further than ever from the from the shared life they covet. 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 covet? Oh, okay, it is covet. C O V E T. Covet. Covet. That's like actually, it's funny because that's like literally from the first scene to the last scene. That's the whole fucking movie. That's yeah. like like that leaves nothing to imagination. But it does. But, I, what I was gonna does. say. What I was gonna say is like that is when you technically look at what the plot points of the movie is. That's A to Z. However, getting there is not what you like. I wouldn't read the synopsis and then watch the movie and know what to expect. Oh, gotcha. I'd yeah. still be like, what the fuck? Like why? What? Oh, also, we'll put the put this at the beginning. 
if you haven't seen this movie, please watch it before oh you my do God, this yes. episode. It's so fun. As it, as is customary with like a majority of I'm gonna I feel like with David Lynch movies, like I'm gonna say that like five times during this episode, but it is like a ride that you just kind of have to take and you can't really be like, why did we just see that? Like, just go with it. Oh, yeah. Like, I I don't think either of us knew. I didn't see any trailers. I knew nothing about it. No, no, no. And it was the best ride. From from the opening credit scene, which is a, literally a match being lit. And then it's like, wild at heart. And it's just like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, Wow. I'm ready. And, like, nothing had even happened yet. I, like, turned to Asia. I was like, I love this movie. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. Because the reason that I had said this is kind of different from, from David Lynch's movies is I feel like they usually... I mean, I've only seen Blue Velvet, Eraserhead. I've seen Twin Peaks. Mm. I haven't even seen Firewalk With Me. I'm not a real fan. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's a, it's a movie spinoff of Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. Not a spinoff, but like a continuation. Oh, a continuum. But they're always very like dreamy and surreal. And this one was also kind of dreamy and surreal, but it was like rock and roll is literally blasting at you for the first oh, half yeah. of the movie oh yeah it was like they literally go to like some weird like hardcore show right at the very beginning and i don't know it's just like very rock and roll which just seems different for him i it's it, interesting because it's got it's got this kind of like grunge gritty overtone the whole movie so the fact that they're also jamming that kind of shit and mm-hmm. going to like punk shows is like perfect well and it's also strange because lynch is like an la local like i feel like like maholland drive is in la mm. and i think blue velvet probably is in la or at least on the west coast somewhere but this shit is like in the east coast and then they go to like new oh, Orleans. Yeah, they go to new orleans and then they end up in oh, like yeah. the desert somewhere like it's just kind of it's like a road trip movie, a romance movie. Um, they end up in Joshua Tree again. Yeah. The Knicks are always, always in there. Joshua Tree. <laughs> I don't think that's where it takes place, but I, I, I knew. I just know. Because there was a Joshua Tree in it. Like that only Fuck. is in like, there they are. this part. I mean, some some places outside it, but they're in Southern California for sure. Um, but it's just funny because I think the movie starts and off the bat, we get a fully aggressive murder. Oh, yeah. And Asia and I were like, oh, my God. Because he, like, okay. What it, what even happened that it became self-defense, quote-unquote? I mean, the, so, basically, what, what you end up finding out has happened. Because it, it goes back and forth a lot at the beginning of the movie, where it's, like, it takes place in the present, and then we jump ahead, like, 12 months because he's been in jail, and then we jump back to that night, and then we jump back to the present, and oh, that, yeah, you're right, because there's all, there's all these flashbacks of that specific yeah, night. Yeah, because there's, like, all these working parts where it's, like... Oh, because he interacts with the mom. Yeah, and, yeah, because someone's, like, oh, I see, you're trying to get at the mom and the daughter, and we're, like, what? And then this guy, like, attacks him, and the mom is, like, looking on, and he, like, is pointing at her. <laughs> it's, it's literally, like, they're at, like, a massive, like, casino. Yes. And Nick and Laura are, like, walking down these steps, and somebody like rushes him with a like a knife. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, yeah. they have like a little bitty dagger, and they like. I, it's funny because it doesn't seem like he was being rushed. It seemed like, oh, what's up? And then like the knife gets pulled, and all of a sudden Nick 
bashes his fucking head oh, in. Like some fucking like <laughs> like some fucking guitar like comes in and is like intense as fuck and Nicolas Cage is like punching on this guy and like shoving his head against the wall and like kicking him and curbing him. And there's, and there's him. blood everywhere. Like it's really overkill. Oh, totally. And he is like wearing his like snakeskin jacket. Laura Dern's screaming. Her mom's like behind, walks up and sees it. And as soon as this dude's like finally like beaten to a pulp to the point where he, like his head is literally like oozing yeah and there is no head and nick cage like leans up did he put a cigarette in his mouth i think he has a cigarette in his mouth and I, he like leans up against the wall and is just covered in blood and just points at the mom and that's the opening fucking scene and we were like okay and then it's literally like 12 months later yeah <laughs> and, and it's like outside of a prison yard right and laura's like okay i've been waiting I'm like, like hi and so and that's first five minutes we yes. get established that there is a aggressive murder and that he goes to jail and then is out of jail yes and then we find out that the mom mm-hmm. that night had tried to come on to him which her mom is played by her actual mother yes that is yeah. laura Dern's real mom which is funny because like i was like oh my god that's the mom from christmas vacation that's and chevy yeah, chase's mom you said that and then i was like wow they really look alike they really cast like a good person to be laura Dern's <laughs> mom and then we looked it up and we're like oh it's because it is her mom right we're like got it great but yeah, she she so so you find out like throughout the flashbacks and stuff that the reason he pointed at her mom is because yeah she is like hiring people. I don't understand why. What is her big thing against him? I honestly because he's violent. I honestly just think that because across like the the flashbacks and like there are little moments throughout like the main plot where the characters like talk to each other and like reveal facts about themselves mm-hmm. um it's very like, like storytelling yeah like <laughs> like but it's no, like I know it's mean. very much like you aren't being shown like lula i have to tell you that when oh. like five years ago like i did this and then it'll be like a flashback yeah to like a 30 second long flashback where it's just supposed to be like ah yes here is the visual representation of the story nicholas cage right. is now telling delora dern like literally just like an inanimate object like engulfed in flames yeah and that's it and we keep seeing that over and over again um and i think i think the reason that lula's mom is out to get sailor is because he was a driver for this gangster santos yeah who I don't know how she's connected to Santos. I don't know if she's got something illegal. I think she was sleeping with Santos. Oh, yeah, she was. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Santos is just like around for most of Laura Dern's life. Yes. Yeah. So Nicolas Cage drove for Santos. Santos was having an affair with Lula's mother. Santos killed Lula's father. Yeah. And Nicolas Cage's character was his driver that night. Oh, right. So Lula's mom doesn't like him because he's basically like, I don't know if she knows that he knows. But she's like, he's like the one last witness, potential witness. And plus, he's just like rough side of the tracks kind of guy. Yeah. She's like, he's bad news. He's Elvis. He, Nikki, oh, I can't believe we got, how many minutes are we in? Um, We have entered um, almost 18 minutes and And we we didn't didn't talk (laughs) about Elvis yet. Literally, as we were watching this movie, we were like, what is this like weird performance Nick is doing? But I was so into it. And yeah, I was yeah, like, it was it's good. so good. And he's like, Lula. Lula. And he's like, honey, let's let's go for a drive. And then all of a sudden I was like, 
oh my god he's trying to be elvis he's elvis and i was like he's elvis and then me asian our other roommate were like laughing and then like halfway through the movie i still didn't make this connection i was like oh no he's literally elvis like yeah because as we know nick cage is obsessed with elvis huge fan and even married elvis's daughter and was turned down by elvis so he is being El- he even sings two elvis songs in this movie exactly like as elvis <laughs> so he is like david lynch's personification of elvis yes i was gonna use that word too oh i'm sorry i took Not, it from you no no no. i'm proud of that we're finishing each other's sandwiches no. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways um <laughs> but yeah so he literally is is elvis this whole time um but with the tight pants and the snakeskin and he does asia's favorite move oh the hair the hair the thing. Hi- the, the hip forward the hair Brushed back. Yes. Oh, Nick. My boy. Um, I think we've seen that in a couple movies so far. It's very good. Yeah. I um, no, you're totally right. Um, cause this movie, yeah, like I, we watched it a couple days ago, and it is so shocking that like some of the plot points kind of lost me. But what's so what's interesting is, I can't remember why she killed her first husband. It was something stupid. I that don't, she didn't want him to. She just like it was like I'm done. Yeah, she's like I'm out. Um, so now she's got this new husband or on off boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Um, Henry, and he is also a private detective, right? That's what yes. He's a pri- he's a private investigator. Oh yeah, PI. And um, basically after Nicholas Cage gets out of jail, yeah, and Laura picks him up, and Laura picks him up. They go in a tight fucking dress. You go clubbing. She oh, yeah. reveals that she was raped by her uncle after oh, they have sex. Yeah, after they have really vivid sex. <laughs> vivid sex. Which also, what I love about all the sex scenes in this movie was that it was like the crazy colors, mm-hmm. like like laid over. Oh, it was so yeah. beautiful, and like there was like insert shots of like hands and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and they were like overlaid. Yeah, and it was just like it was like really intense, but they were and like had like blasting music. But it was like really artistically done and really pretty. Which I want to say, I want to say and this, arousing. Uh, and definitely arousing. I want to <laughs> say this really quick. I don't want to talk about it all the way yet because I really like specifically want to talk about this thing. But there's a specific insert when she, when Lula and Sailor are having sex, where it's like her hand, like oh, yeah. extending. Oh yeah. Later, with Willem Dafoe, she does it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're gonna come we're back gonna to come that. back to that because <laughs> um, I think we both have a lot to say about it. We started to before we were recording, and then I was like, wait, wait, wait. yeah, wait, wait, let's stop, let's stop. Um, we had a realization that we both were scared to talk about, so. <laughs> and then we did, and now we're like, yay. Um, wait, what were you saying though? Uh, so, oh, so after they have sex, she reveals that she was like raped by her uncle as a child or as a teenager or something, and yeah. then they go out to like a thrashcore band. And, like, Nicolas Cage almost gets in a fight with a guy because he's, like... He does get in a fight. He's, like, dancing up on on Laura Dern. And then he, like, talks to the band and they let him sing an Elvis song. Yeah, like, he's literally (laughs) in the middle of, like, fighting this dude. And then he's like, all right, well. And he gets up on there and he sings uh, Love Me, I believe. Yeah. No, not Love Me Tender. No, no. No, because he sings a different song and... She's like, oh, that was so romantic. Why didn't you sing Love Me Tender? Oh, right. Yeah. No, he sings um, Just Love Me. Just Love Me. Yeah. Not Just Love Me, sorry. Um, the title is Love Me. Is it? It's it's Love Me. The reason I said Just Love Me is because the other one's Love Me Tender. Oh. So Elvis Presley's song Love Me is what he sings. Wow. That is kind of confusing, but yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
later back in the room after making love again. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they have sex a lot. A lot. So they fuck again love and then it. decide, you know what? Let's run away to California and let's break my parole and let's fuck get it. away. Let's get out of Dodge because clearly all these people want to kill me. So, of course, um, Lula's mom has a freak out about this. Well, she because then she arranges for um, her on off boyfriend hubby thing, which is Harry Dean Stanton. We love him. We do. Um, he's so he's just so it's so interesting that he is with this woman because he's so like weird and frail and like and very sweet. very logical like yeah like lula's mom is like can't you see this is horrible we have to get her back and and henry dean stanton is just like uh i mean they're like kids like it's a they, she's fine she's yeah. an adult she can do it she can she's like 20 she's fine she goes no fuck that yeah no you need to find him so so she sends him yeah so she sends him to go find sailor and her to bring lula back Meanwhile, she also, like unbeknownst to him as well, she also gets her homie. Is it Marcello or Marcelo Santos? Uh, probably Mar- Marcelo. I think it's Marcelo. So Gangster Santos, who murdered the first husband. Husband? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I just had a stroke. Um, <laughs> I was seizing today. Um, so... Yeah, so she also is like, okay, go kill him. So, like, there's all these people, like, hunting him. Does, I mean, okay. Oh, hunting sailor, sorry. There's so, so but does she also send him to kill Henry? I don't think that, because she gets freaked out later. I don't think, I don't think that she intended that. But then Santos is like, oh, by the way, I'm going to fucking kill him, too. And she's yeah, like, she's like, no, don't, Whoa, don't do that. Yeah, she's like, I don't, I don't want that. But he's like, well, I killed your first husband. Might as well kill this guy. Yeah. Let's get all the men out of your life because I love you. And she's like, no, no, no. But then he's serious. And she's like, oh, fuck, no. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't think that was her intention. Gotcha. Because then Santos has Santos has these crazy weird minions. And oh, they yeah. like capture him in, in New Orleans. Yeah. They're, okay. oh, so they're in New Orleans. And it's like, I don't even know. I think that it's like very Bayou like voodoo lady almost yeah and she's is. definitely had like polio or something because one of her legs is shorter than the she, other and she has a brace on i've i know who this actress is and i can't think of her name but like she looks like ron howard's brother if you put a wig on it <laughs> oh do you God. know who i'm talking about no i'm gonna show you this and you're gonna start cracking up she reminded me of yzma so ron howard's brother clint howard is in all the Billy Madison movies and shit like that. Or not mm-hmm. Billy Madison. Uh, uh, Adam Sandler movies. And it's this fucking dude. That guy. Oh, shit. She, the whole I time we're watching that was Ron Howard's brother. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's Ron Howard's brother. If Just look up Clint Howard and imagine him with like a wig on and a unibrow. And that's this woman. Oh, Grace Zabriskie. Grace Oh, she came up. Oh, what, yeah. I was gonna say, what else is she from? Oh, she's been in a bunch of other stuff. She's Laura Palmer's mom in what the fuck? Oh, Twin Peaks. Oh, I'm sorry, I should have just known that. <laughs> oh, oh, she's also in The Grudge. She's in Armageddon. She's in Child's Play too. Okay, anyway, <laughs> she's great. She's in Ballers. Okay, so, <laughs> but yeah, she's like, oh, she's in Gone Sixty Seconds as well. <sighs> Can't wait. Wow, we love. We stand. Um, <laughs> kill me. Listen. Um, but yeah, she, I, 
I don't really know their role, their role, but it seems like she's helps in a brothel or something like that in New Orleans, and she's kind of like in the voodoo shit. Yeah, and she's like, like yeah, oh, she's like that's a, a Madame Zeroni type almost. Yes, <laughs> Madame Zeroni up the mountain, but like so I can kill for you. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, uh, yeah, her and this other guy like capture henry dean stanton and kill him i guess but it's it's a weird scene because they're just like making out in front of him and he's like tied up in front of like a and then someone shoots him in the head yeah and then they're like okay bye and he's not even scared he's just like what yeah he's like who are you what's happening (laughs) and then he's dead and that's it and then we never see him again (laughs) because he died (laughs) (laughs) um so when she when uh marietta lula's mom finds this out she goes fucking they literally like say sending marietta into a guilt-fueled psychosis she is just putting on lipstick in the mirror like but all over herself she like each scene it gets like more and more and she's like she like misses so it's like down her cheek and then they come back to her because she's like on the phone or some shit i can't even remember yeah it's like i think it's literally like a scene where you can see the back of her head and you can see that she's on the phone she turns around and like her entire face is covered in red lipstick like it is I was wondering, I was like, if they actually used red lipstick, like, her face is dyed for days. Yeah, yeah. Because one time in college, side mm. note, I was a clown, and I just used red lipstick as the clown makeup. Because oh, I was no. like, oh, that'll work. Yeah. My mouth oh, no. was stained. Like, my all of this was stained, like, down to my chin for, like, two days. Looked like you ate And I man-ass. got super drunk afterwards because I was like, what do I do with this? Of course. And so my friends, like, saw me at the gas station, like, sitting in my friend's car, just like looked hungover and dead and zonked and I had like my makeup was all messed up and I had just like this massive like stain on my face everyone's like what happened to you but so that doesn't work so that's all I was thinking about during that but um (laughs) I know this probably everyone's like I don't understand what this movie's about because like that's how it feels to watch the movie yeah you're like we're doing actually a pretty decent job explaining it totally but but it's not gonna make sense because neither does the movie I mean it does but it doesn't we had to we had to put everything together before we started recording. We were like, what happened? Oh, yeah, this happened because of this. Because it, he, like, gives you the pieces and fragments. So yeah. you have to kind of put it together, like, at the end. You have to yeah. be like, oh, I get it. Like, this. I mean, that's how it's presented. Like, even, you know, Laura Laura Dern mentions early in the movie that, like, her dad died. But we don't know how. But then there's this, like, fire. And, there, and also there's all of these, like, weird references to Wizard of Oz. So, like, oh, yeah. she sees, like, a witch and... Like a witch cackle and there's fire and oh, shit like yeah. that. And her mom is like the w- wicked witch of the West, yeah. like in her dreams and yeah. shit. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's very lynchy. So it it's is just incredibly lynchy. Cause they miss. So back on track, yes. they uh, they miss Sailor and Lula in oh, New yeah. Orleans, and yeah. so they carry on their way. And I think this is when they see the car accident. This is because then because they're unaware of this and they're um on their on their road on their way they're like driving at night and they see a really bad two-car accident and there's just like two dead people i think yeah i think it's like at least two it's like two dead guys and then a girl with like a horrible head injury and which which actress was it it's uh cheryl uh fuck cheryl lee she, she plays Audrey Horn in Twin Peaks. That's all I can remember. I, she, it's but Cheryl it's something. It's that bitch. I, I love her. <laughs> but she, yeah, she's like wandering around 
and they're like ma'am and she's just like i can't find my lipstick and like, she's like where's my purse where's my purse oh yeah she's like my mom's gonna kill me if i if i can't find my purse or something like it was like something like that and they're yeah. like ma'am like your head is bleeding like you're in shock and so they're like trying to get her to calm down the two of them and she just like is like I need my purse. And then, like, dies. No, she's like, <laughs> what's her last words? Her last words are literally like, <gasps> where's my lipstick? Or something like that. Oh, get my purse. I need my lipstick. Yeah, and someone hand died. me my lipstick. <laughs> and I turned to Asian. I was like, those were her last words. <laughs> I, was I like, love it. What the fuck? Dude, and then fucking Laura Dern freaks out. And she's like, she just died right in front of us. Why'd she have to do that? Oh, yeah. She's, like, pissed about it. And Nick's like, all right, let's get back in the car and continue on. Don't call anyone. Yeah. Let's just go on. But Laura's, like, or uh, Lula... Laura Dern's character, she's so distraught by it that she's like, this is an omen. Like, this is terrible. Yeah. She's like superstitious. Yeah. But at this point in the film, they're starting to, like, run out of money. Yeah. And they're, like, on their way to Texas, and they're trying to make it to California. So they head to Big Tuna, Texas. Because they know pe- – because Nicolas Cage knows people there. Yeah. He's got, like, an old buddy – named Perdita Durango, which is weird because they show the outside of her apartment or, like, house a few times beforehand because it's, I think, to show that she's somehow tied up in Santos's Yes, because because Santos... Okay. Follow me. (laughs) Follow me Listen. Lula's mother contacts Santos. Santos contacts the lady in New Orleans... Who it's like it's like a weird brothel. It's like her, like some the minions bodyguard guy, and mm-hmm. then like the guy who has the women surrounding him. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and that guy calls Perdita. Okay. So they're all like they all kind of know each other. Yeah, they're all like somehow have worked together, done shady shit. Yeah. But um, Perdita obviously Sailor doesn't know this because he trusts Perdita, which is. Isabella Rosalini. We love her. She's too sexy. She, um, okay, she, her she looks like shit in this in this, but I kind of love but it. But she's still hot. She's got like a she shitty has blonde the wig exact on. Exact same outfit as the other woman. Which other woman? The gross one who looks like Ron Howard's. Does they, she? They both have the same wig and the unibrow and the red lipstick and black dress. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. I but didn't Perdita even looks that. significantly better. Oh, of course, obviously. But, yeah, it's funny because I saw a picture of them side by side. And I was like, holy shit, they were wearing the exact same thing. Oh, my God. Um, also, can we can we side note the fact that Isabella Rossellini just has, like, the best lineup of significant others? Who are they? It's like she da- she dated David Lynch. She was married to Martin Scorsese. And then she dated Gary Oldman. Okay. I was like, all oh, right. Oh, you did tell me you that. You have excellent taste. Thank you. Right. And they have excellent taste. They all have excellent taste. Not even just in her, but in the films. They've decided to make and work Absolutely on. Absolutely true. It's, it's also, it's honestly kind of insane that it seems like all of my favorites are just kind of like tied together. Like yeah, it's such a small world. Especially like when we were going through and doing all of the uh, Coppola family. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, like some members of the Coppola family work on Wes Anderson movies. And right. Like. He obviously has worked with David Lynch, and David Lynch has worked with all of these other people, and Isabel Rossellini was married to Martin Scorsese. Like, very small world, like six degrees. And David Lynch, right? That, dated. A, I don't oh, think dated. They, I don't think oh, they okay. were married. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it is. It's Hollywood's a small world. Also, it really is. David Lynch's middle name is Keith. Okay. The fuck? <laughs> wait, 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 
Why is this shy? <laughs> I don't understand. Look out for Keith. <laughs> what? Sorry. What's happening? Okay. I'm sorry. We're really tangenting for a second. <laughs> Wait, but why are you offended by the middle name of Keith? I don't get it. It's a bad name. <laughs> also, side note, David Lynch's middle name is Keith. What the fuck? Like, that's literally what you just did. I was like, I don't understand. Okay. It's just a, a name. As a child, I love the movie Hoodwinked. I always sing a song from Hoodwinked. There's a story, I hope. Uh, Yo, like... <laughs> And there's a line where there's an evil rabbit, and His he has Keith. he has all of these evil bodyguards. It's like Francesca or like Victor, and he's like Keith, and he's like <laughs> change your name. <laughs> no one's scared of that. No one's scared of Keith. I also forgot. Um, if we're gonna be tangenting, I'm just gonna bring it up. I'm sorry, um, everyone. It's okay. It's just it's for the ride. Um, we're not professional. We're here. on a ride, just like Wild at Heart. It, it is a ride. Um, Chris McGlover. Oh, yeah. Our homie is in this. And I remember seeing him and I was like, is that fucking Chris McGlover? And then sure enough, it like showed him. But what was his character? Because he was just used as like a story piece. Yeah, it was It was like, I think it like was. He'd be like this one guy Sa- in our town. Well, or like it was some like, shit. It's Sailor's cousin, I think. Oh, it was his cousin. Or something like that. They're talking about how he wanted to wear the Santa outfit. He always wanted it to be Christmas or something. Yeah, like he was like literally like mentally unstable. Yeah, because his mom would be like, put put the Santa outfit away. It's not Christmas. And he's like, no! <laughs> but I don't remember what the point of these stories I, about Crispin Glover were. I have no idea. I think it's I think he is talking about how like sometimes people just disappear or something like that because he oh. like went missing and was presumed dead or something oh, yeah, it's yeah. some weird just like side story of like something else happens and it's it's kind of like when we're tangenting when nicholas cage is just all of a sudden like yeah that reminds me of my cousin who had this problem right <laughs> and they but they refer to him a few times and like i d- there's really no point except for the fact that yay crispin glover's in the movie yeah being crazy he's great which that's his when he's the, at his best so that means this is the second time we've seen crispin glover with nick yes so far the other one was um racing with the moon yes yeah great movie so good watch that one too um we're getting there so perdita comes into the mix yes who might be able to help them but probably not but she <laughs> secretly knows that Sailor is about to be murdered by San- Santos through Lula's mom. So she knows all the shit that Laura Dern and Nick Cage. Lula, sorry, I always go back and forth between the actors and the yeah. characters. It's hard not to. Well, so Lula and Sailor is like, I, I barely even remembered that that was their names. Well, every time I'm about to say Lula, it's just Laura Dern comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm a first and last namer. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, so, like, Lula and Sailor have no idea that all this shit is, like, but they being don't know. coerced behind their back. Yeah. But Perdita's in the mix, and she's like, oh, I know, but I'll help you, because they called me. Yeah. So, um, so she's being shady as fuck. And they're staying in, like, some weird, shitty ghost town. And, and it's, like, a trailer park. And there's just, it's just, like, a bunch of people that he knows, including... Yeah. Peru? Is that his name? Peru. Yeah. Peru. Who's... He, well, he... Uh-uh. Or maybe he doesn't... I don't know if he really does know him, but because Peru comes up when they're they're talking... They're sitting around at night at the trailer park that they're staying at, 
and they're having a conversation with like all these hicks and yeah. and like i'm not saying that to be offensive like literally like david lynch was like what can we make look like really really like big texan hicks yeah like they're like very charactery and like cast type as hicks and they use uh jack what's his name the guy from eraser head Oh, yeah, yeah, you pointed that out. He's got his crazy hair. The, the main Jack yeah, Nance. He yeah, so him. they're so they're just sitting like having like weird ass conversations and in that conversation, Willem Dafoe comes out of the shadows. And this is like at least an hour to the movie because I was wondering, I was like, Where is Willem? Where'd he go? Where is what's happening? Like, cause he hadn't been introduced yet. Yeah. And um so he comes out of the shadows smoking a cigarette with his nasty ass gums Ugh. and like itty beady baby dinosaur teeth. And he, that's what they look like. No, way less. <laughs> um, so Also, my, my, my sister Piper is here today, but you can't hear her. She's, <laughs> maybe that's her. That's she. That is she. She's got little teeth, but it's cute. But they're not Willem Dafoe little teeth. Those are like <laughs> terrifying. But um, so yeah, he comes out of the shadows and is like, and just like saying weird smarmy shit. He is smarmy. Oh, yeah. Definition. The definition of smarmy is Willem Dafoe as Bobby Peru. Um, but I, I, that's when, like, Sailor's like, all right, I'll team up with gangster Bobby Peru to go do this, like, feed store robbery. But before that, because the reason that Sailor, because up until this point, like, there isn't really, like, how do I say, like, conflict for Sailor and Lula. Like, yeah. they're just trying to make their way. The right. con- their conflict is that suddenly Lula realizes that she's pregnant. Does he know that, though? Does Nick know? Yeah, she tells him that, remember? She's like, I can't say this out loud. And she, oh. like, writes it on a piece of paper. And he's like, excuse me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so then he's like, oh, well, like, I don't have any money. <laughs> oh, right. And he's like, I don't know. It's like. I knew that she was, and it made me feel, like, really antsy because I'm like, oh, they broke. And, and she's smoking cigs still. Oh, she's chain-smoking. Chain-smoking cigarettes and chewing gum. and <laughs> Chewing gum. Like, she, he's like, well, don't worry about it. Like, I'm down to have a kid. And she's like, I don't know if I'm down to have a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, And he's right. like, oh, well. Uh. Well, then let me raise some money <laughs> yeah. for another abortion because I keep going through those, apparently. Well, okay. <laughs> Racing with the moon again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit, you're right. He's always dealing with abortion. I thought you were talking about because I I'm almost positive because when she no, starts No, you're right. I think I'm pretty sure you're right. When she starts getting like she starts thinking like putting the pieces together like cuz she's been feeling like sick for a couple of days, yeah. like pukey. Yeah. She pukes. She pukes on the floor. Oh, right. <laughs> she, she she he comes back from wherever the fuck he's at and she's like in the room and he's like are you okay? And she goes, yeah, I threw up on the floor. And they look over, and there's just, like, a pile of puke that, like, flies her around. And it stays there for, like, a few days. Because then yeah. afterwards, Nick's like, you should really clean that up. <laughs> it's just vomit in the middle of the floor. She's like, yeah, I puked. And, like, it's just so gross. So she starts, like, putting the pieces together. And then she has, like, a flashback. Like, a repressed memory, like, comes up or yeah, something. Yeah, because I, th- I really think what happened is her uncle raped her and got her pregnant and, and then she had an and then she had an abortion yeah. which is really fucked up because well, the scene that we see that is the flashback of her like when she's like i was raped as a child like it's so vivid because it just goes it just cuts to the scene of this like creepy old dude zipping up his pants with her crying with blood coming yeah. out of her mouth because clearly he hit her she's got like 
pigtails in and shit. Yeah. And her mom comes in and is like, fuck you. And is like freaking out. Yeah. And so it's like very, like the worst possible situation like, ever. Yeah. Like scenario. And, um, and then, yeah, I think you're right. Cause then I think she does have like a repressed memory or some shit where she later starts putting the pieces together and remembering. Like, oh, I like remember. One shot. I think I, cause I'm like, like at least the way like i interpreted it is she's like oh fuck i remember the last time i was feeling like this right i had to go get an abortion right and so i no, i think you're totally right because it's a really quick like assumption insert shot yeah because then like i said she doesn't even say it to him she just like writes it on a piece of paper and he's like oh fuck yeah yeah so now nick's like i gotta i gotta make money so i'll team up with willem dafoe Bobby, Bobby Peru. That's my, let's call me that now. Okay. Um, ah, that's there, the noise he makes. There's like a, it's like a really weird though. Cause they obviously like orchestrate these things like per, between Perdita and Bobby, they must have known something was up and that they orchestrated this because like Perdita knows that they're trying to kill Sailor. Mm-hmm. And so Bobby goes and he kind of like not harasses he in- intimidates both of them well like he goes to laura dern and does that shit and then he goes to sailor and right is like after. and is like well he comes to he comes to see i think yeah i don't i don't remember if we see on screen before this but we do know that somehow willem dafoe and isabella are in co- like cohorts together i think they are dating Oh, were they? Yeah, I think they're Ew. literally date. Not in real His life. Teeth. No, I know. I oh, just in the movie. The character because Willem Dafoe's teeth in real life are still jank, but they're not that. Yeah, yeah. That was aggressive. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so is this moment because at, at a certain point, um, they're like have this agreement that they're gonna like work together or whatever, and then Lula's alone in the hotel room and the puke's still on the floor and. <laughs> Bobby Peru shows up and he's like, "Oh, you're. I see you're like alone." And then this is the moment we want well, to. Discuss. He's like, he's like, I need to use your bathroom. Oh, he goes, yeah. It takes a piss. Oh, because she's t- wearing lingerie. She's yeah. wearing like fucking close to nothing. You can see her nipples and everything. Yeah, she broke her nudity rule for this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, she's usually like no nudity, but she's I know. Like, I was like, I'm I saw a- her tits a lot. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna do it for this movie though. Yeah, she's like, well, Nick Cage, okay. Heartthrob <laughs> <laughs> um, of American cinema, right? Nicholas Cage, and mind you. This is three years earlier before she starts to save the dinosaurs. <laughs> totally different wholesome person. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because she looks so young. And then three years later. She looks like 40. Right. But like in a good way. In like a good young mom way. Yeah. Yeah. She's got the mom pants and she's like, oh, let's save all the velociraptors. Um, but yeah, so Willem Dafoe comes in. He comes in and yeah, he's like, can I use your bathroom? She's like, okay. And then... He's like, oh, how are you feeling? Like, do you have the flu? Are you pregnant? And she's like, (gasps) yeah, she's like, triggered. (laughs) And he like, I can't remember how it begins. I'm already starting to get uncomfortable. I know. I'm like, I'm like antsy. I'm like, my. this is the moment we were talking about earlier. (laughs) This is the truth. This is my, no. (laughs) So I don't remember really how he approaches her and starts like going up to her and like creeping her out. But he's he's like, smarmy and just being creepy. Sexual snake. Like, yucko. And he, because he's got like, oh my god, like he's got this like pencil mustache. And he's so short. And he's so short, and Laura Dern's so tall, and he's like got his hair like slicked all the way back, and it's like, uh, um, <laughs> and the teeth, 
and he like he like slinks up to her and is like standing right next to her and he's like how does it begin i don't know i think i just know over and over again he's like he's like tells her for i don't know if he starts like touching her first or like makes a move on her but he like tells her to tell him to fuck her yeah, like, like, he, like, grabs her face and is, like, right in her face. And it goes on for at least a minute. Yeah, where, which he's, is long. where he's just, like, saying, like, fuck me. Yeah, but fuck me. But, no, but it's, like, <laughs> I need you to tell me. Because at first it's, like, I need you to tell me to fuck me. I I need you to ask me to, like, to fuck you. Yeah, I don't know Oh, how yeah, he, he goes, he goes, uh, yeah, he's, like, ask me to fuck you or whatever. And say you want to fuck me or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But then it goes on for so long and he's literally just standing there just like whispering it. And it gets like quieter and quieter. And he's like like, up in her neck, like up in her jawline. Like really, like really sensually. And he's like, tell me you want to fuck me. Like I need you to say it. Tell me, tell me. Yeah, yeah. It was so disturbing. Because you're like, she clearly (laughs) is like super uncomfortable and terrified. But then she's like. Like like I said, like a slow left turn into being like okay, <laughs> yeah, because he like he really like the 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 breathiness of it. It's just so gross. Because I was saying to Asia, I was like, she was like, yeah. So that moment, and I was like, uh, I like, I know my my so palms gross. are sweating right now. <laughs> my my feet, knees weak, palms are sweating. Um, but I was saying I was saying to her before we started recording, I was like, yeah, I was like that. Like I was so grossed out by that, but like. Then all of a sudden I got like kind of aroused <laughs> and then immediately was like, why do I feel this way? Like it was because so, it's such an uncomfortable scene. Yeah. I know that. that but it goes on for so long that it that's when her hand starts to move because then I'm like, yeah, she's kind of into it and I'm kind of into it, even though he's gross. Yeah. Because finally, like, I think he like he like I don't want to say he like fingers her, but he definitely he's is rubbing like, her down there. Yeah. And like her hand does like the extension thing that like we saw earlier. And then she says it. She's, yeah, like, she's finally like, fuck me. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have time right now, but I will one day. Yeah. And he literally like, leaves. he like backs off. It's like such a weird like mind trip. Like he's like, I need you to do it. Tell him, do it, do it, do it. And then like, it's like really, really, really long. And she barely even like mouths the word. She's just like, and then he's like, ah, and he like pops back 10 feet. And he's like, oh, maybe I will, but not today. And yeah. then he's like, oh, and like in the moment that she's grossed out, I feel like we feel it with her. No. Because at first amazing. we're scared. And then we're like, oh, okay. Like, all right. I was like, like I'm kind of turned on. Like if it happened, I wouldn't be like as angry. <laughs> right. I was like, I guess we, I guess she could give like, it. Like, it sounds like he's like good at it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then immediately when he's like, oh, and like steps back and you see how gross he is again. She's like breaks down in tears. And oh, I'm yeah. also like, Ugh. like, I was like, oh, my God. Well, and also I feel I feel so bad for her because like going back to the Wizard of Oz references, she's like standing there and like clearly like hands are clenched. Like, oh, yeah. And she starts tapping like her ankles together. And like she's got red fucking heels. on. Like there's no place like home. There's no yeah. place like home. And oh, I just got chills like thinking about that. I feel yeah. so bad for her. I know. Yeah, because she's like. Truly traumatized by this because, like, as we know, she's been like assaulted and, and raped. raped. Yeah, so, so that was fucked up. And then he's like, "Okay, so where's your boyfriend?" And she's like, "Oh, he's fixing the car." And he goes, "Okay, bye," and like leaves. Yeah. Well, because and then it's like it's really fucking gross because then he goes to a Sailor and he's like, "Let's get a drink." Like, they and then they go out to a bar and that's when he asks Sailor like, "Oh, like where's Lula?" Like, he didn't just fucking do that. And he's like, oh, she's feeling kind of sick or whatever. And then when they get to the bar and they've drank a little bit, he's like, yeah, well, she kind of told me that she's pregnant and I know you need some money. So, like, we're doing this thing. 
Oh, right. Yeah. So it's and like. He's like, so you did see her? Yeah. Even though you said you didn't that's why earlier I, today? That's, that's why I was saying, like, I they had to have, like, in some way planned this. Like, yeah, I think like they did. very specifically, like it wasn't just like, oh, let's fuck shit up. It's like, no, we're I'm specifically going to go do this and fuck with her because yeah. I know her history. Yeah. Being close to Santos. And then I'm going to go fuck with him, too. Yeah. No, it definitely is. Because Which, that's. Oh, sorry. 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 Oh, oh no. I, no, you, you said I was just I, I'm I. Yeah, I was just going to say that's how they reel them in to be like, hey, we're going to rob this bank. I know you need money. Yeah. Yeah, and then sure enough, like, even though he's, like, mad and, like, obviously, like, what the fuck? Like, what just happened? Um, he agrees to it, and so then they rob a bank. And again, we see another repeat of Nick Cage, which is his, son, you got panty on your head. Oh, fucking, yeah, he's got some pantyhose covering his face. <laughs> and I and I said that, because I was like, oh, it's just like Raising Arizona. Um, this fucking movie by the way i think we were saying is a lot like raising arizona in a very different way in a very different like way. one's very coen brothers comedy and this is very like david lynch drama yeah <laughs> like, yeah but essentially yeah they're like it's still like dark humor yeah oh yeah and um the frankness of it yes is very similar yeah definitely the dry it yes <laughs> but <laughs> It's just, it's an interesting comparison because they are so drastically different, but there is definitely, like, plot lines and, like, like thematic similarities. Yes. But in different genres. <laughs> Total different genres. So the so the robbery goes horribly wrong. Oh, fucking terribly wrong. And, and we find out, like, because Willem Dafoe, just, like, Bobby Peru out of nowhere is just, like, just starts shooting tellers. Like, it, it goes from, like, going smoothly and he's like, well, I'm just going to murder everyone. And, and Nick's like, uh, what? Yeah, and he's like, what the fuck? And then, then he realizes that Bobby Peru is there to kill him and that Sailor's gun was like a fake. It was like a dud. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's either like a real gun with blanks in it or yeah. it's just like a gun that straight up doesn't work. Yeah. And so um, at this moment that he realizes it and Sailor runs out because like shit has gone from bad to worse and now he's like oh my god I'm a target mm -hmm. so Sailor runs out of the jail and in this moment the police show up because a police officer has been like soliciting Perdita outside and she's like go the fuck away and he's like hey you're kind of hot what are you doing out here by yourself oh right because Perdita's because Perdita's the getaway driver so yes. she's sitting outside yeah and in that moment then they come running out and the cops like mm -hmm. and like it's this whole like shoot off with them and the cops yes. And meanwhile, my favorite scene of the whole movie is like essentially <laughs> this isn't exactly how it happens, but essentially Willem Dafoe trips <laughs> and shoots himself in the head, blows his own head off with his own shotgun. Yes. He, he trips. And his fucking head literally flies in the air. It's amazing. It's crazy. And I actually I read um on the IMDB facts or whatever that they actually toned it down from what it was. Oh, what? And that was a like egregious. Yeah, it was egregious. And but apparently, like test audiences were like, "Yeah, there's like way too much gore in that. You need to tone it back." So they added like smoke and like effects and shit. Like I guess before it was just straight up like brain matter. But it, that's what it is. I thought that's. I can't imagine it being toned down more, or like that it had been more aggressive than what we witnessed. Yeah. Because it felt so intense. Totally. And it's so, like, un like you do not see it coming at all. 
and it's fantastic very good i was like yes we were like what <laughs> i like started laughing and screaming and was like yes i love this movie <laughs> um and shortly thereafter this because then how does nick get away he doesn't Sailor. he doesn't oh no he doesn't you're right yeah so he goes to jail. He goes back to jail for, for like six years. For six years, and I guess like Lula, like has their kid. They have a son named Pace, I think. Mm-hmm. The they have a son named Pace, and she's like after the salsa because <laughs> he's a spicy meatball. <laughs> um, but Lula has like a really strained relationship with her mom to the point where like. When Nick Cage is getting back out of prison, Lula's like, I'm coming to get him. And Lula's mom is like on the phone. It's kind of like a repeat of the beginning where she's like, no, don't do it. Like, don't go do it. She's like clearly drunk. Yeah. And Lula's just like, yeah, fuck that. No. Yeah. And she like hangs up on her mom. And then like throws like iced tea over a picture of her or some shit. Which is hilarious because it's this like really ridiculous like eight by ten portrait of her mom like on her coffee table like, like a beauty por- like a beauty portrait it's weird yeah it's like really uncomfortable and then she's like uh she like throws water at it um and goes to get uh sailor sailor and gets him from jail they have like an awkward interaction she's like this is your kid he's like hi son yeah and he's like uh what's up lad and um they have like a weird exchange and then they're they're driving and she starts she, like freaking out. She's just un- like I think she's just uncomfortable or and overwhelmed by the the reunion. Yeah, definitely. And um, so she like gets out of the car and is like freaking out. And he he turns to the kid. He goes, S- "Stay in here." And it's like a convertible, so the kid hears everything. They're just standing yeah, outside, like five feet away. Right, like not even. And so the kid's like, just eavesdropping. So he is basically saying to her, "He's like, yeah, I know, like." you're upset and this is intense and you know you don't I don't deserve I'm not good enough for you or the kids so maybe it's just easier if I'm just not here yeah he's like he's like you guys have already survived like six years without me right like so what, what why, am I supposed to why do? fuck shit up yeah and so he's gone and he starts walking away he's like bye lovely see you lady <laughs> and fucking Lula's just like behind the car and she's like Sailor! oh yeah she's just screaming <laughs> And, and the kid's just sitting there, and he's like, mm. uh, Mom? <laughs> he's like, who are these people? They just pulled him in for day play. They've never seen that kid before. He's like, I don't understand the story. <laughs> um, I didn't get a script. <laughs> um, but um, as he's walking away, he's gang member. It's the middle of the day. He gets, like, fucking jumped. jumped by, like, ten people. Well, all these dudes just start coming up to him, and he's like, and he just calls him the F word. And offends him immediately. And I'm like, what? There's like 13 people around you. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. His ego. He's like, well, I just got out of prison, whatever. But, um, yeah, so they immediately start fighting. They beat the shit out of him, obviously. Yeah. And while he's, like, hallucinating on the side of the road with these people standing over him, he sees... Glinda. The Good Witch. The Good Witch. But isn't it still... Pl- oh, it's not played by his mom. It's a totally different actress. No, it's, it's, it's just a random... It's played by, actually, Laura Palmer, the main girl who gets killed in oh Peaks. Yeah, yeah 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 that's what you said um so, oh this bitch want to say this is a spoiler it's the first episode fuck it is literally <laughs> it's the cut co- it's the cover her, her dead face she, is the cover on netflix exactly. it's the thumbnail she's dead i don't know twin peaks <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know twin peaks and i know yeah like i've seen at least because it's always up and 
up to the point of the like right after the dead body and the mom finds out that's where i stop every time <laughs> every time i'm like i can't um it's a long pilot i, fell I just know i'm not ready and that's the the moment i always get to in the first episode where i'm like oh i'm not ready for this it's so romantic i'm sure it's great i just one day uh, i'll be ready one day and i know i'm gonna like it i don't dislike it i just it's not time yet. it's not time yet i have to be in a pl- certain place in my life apparently um so he sees Glinda, the, Glinda the Good Witch, and she's like, "Don't let love." She says, "Don't turn away from love, sailor." Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Oh heck, heck! I gotta go back to my Lula." So he comes back out of his trance, and he like, he's like, "Oh, so sorry, I offended you guys," and like just gets up and starts running, and like leaves his shit on the ground. Yeah, and fantastic scene of Nick Cage running over trunk to hood to trunk to hood of yes. each car. Oh my god, I forgot in, about that. Because they're in traffic. He's just running over cars and people are like, hey! Until he gets to hers and jumps on the hood of her car. And she's like, oh, sailor? And he's like, Lula. Lula. And she gets up on the hood with him. He sings Love Me Tender. The kid's just watching it. So fucking romantic. And uh, He sings it through the credits. Yeah, the credits. Like He's like a sentence into it and then the credits start rolling. And that's Wild at Heart. Wow, we love, we stand. <laughs> we love, we stand. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry it was like crazy chaotic, but that is literally how the movie is. You know, as crazy chaotic as it was, I feel like it was very succinct. Yeah, we didn't forget. No, we got it all. Just all over the place. Um, <laughs> oh. But here's the thing. Are there any... <coughs> oh my God, what's happening? Uh, oh, oh no. <coughs> She's scared me. Uh, earthquakes by the way oh my god so we had an earthquake 6.4 the morning of fourth of july scary and i was laying in my bed and my i was being cradled awake like (laughs) rocked awake and i really thought asia or andrew our other roommate was like standing at the foot of my bed like rocking the bed being like happy fourth of july (laughs) and then i woke up and no one was there and it was still shaking and i was like ghost <laughs> i was like hello patrick swayze i know that's literally i was like huh um but then my friend called me and i was like i, I think there was just an earthquake but i'm not positive and then i come out of my room and asia's like standing in my doorway like as i'm opening the door and she's like oh. and i was like was that an earthquake she's like yeah <laughs> so so we had that one and then the next day me and tanner our other roommate went to a Dodgers game, and we were, like, laughing about it as we were there. Like, his family kept being like, oh, it's really bold of you to go to a stadium Dodgers game at, like, a massive stadium the day after an earthquake. And we were like, LOL, LOL. <laughs> and we're sitting in the stands. It's, like, 8, 13 p.m. And all of a sudden, somebody's, like, rocking their foot on the back of the chairs. And I was like, ah. I was like, is that somebody rocking? And Tanner's like, what? I was like, is that another earthquake? And he was like, what? And then the whole stadium, like, that was the weirdest place to be during an earthquake. Because the whole stadium is just like rocking, oh, but like fuck. the players are like unfazed and They're just like, kept playing. We're on the ground. They're it's like whatever. Fine. And this one was like a seven point one, and it lasted a whole minute. Like the one, so scary. The morning before was like forty seconds, mm-hmm. and, which is long. And then, yeah, that one lasted a whole minute, and it was such a terrifying spot to be. But everyone around us, like half the people, just started running, and being like, "No, fuck no," and trying to get out of the stadium. And me and Tanner just sat there and like drank our beer because we were like. <laughs> What are you going to do? I was like, I'm either going to die from this earthquake or from the stampede behind me. Like, yeah, no. yeah. I was like, this is where I die. <laughs> um, but then it was funny because throughout the game, they were like, uh, this is a special edition of Earthquake brought to you by Los Angeles. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. It was cute. But so that's what uh, happened to us this week. 
Oh, on top of all the other stuff. Sorry. I know. Were you working during the earthquake? The I, second one? No, I was driving. We were driving to Los Feliz. Oh, right. Everybody I talked to who was driving was like, I couldn't feel it because I was driving. I was kind of, I'm honestly, I'm genuinely kind of sad. Like yeah, it sounds a big one. It sounds scary. Like I want to be like a little bit scared. I, yeah, I was a little <laughs> scared, but I think I was really, I think the whole stadium, because it was July 5th, felt really hungover. Oh, because everyone's like, up. Oh, all yeah. the clapping, like when they do like the... Like, everyone's clapping was way off. Oh, and God. we were just like, it was like, ba da 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 and everyone's like, charge. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I was like, I think half of us just, like, were so exhausted from the 4th of July festivities that, like, no one really gave a fuck. Everyone's like, oh, this is the big one, and we're dying. Yeah, I was like, we're going to sink in here. Um, <laughs> Piper but, roots for death. Yes. Um, she stands. But anyways, sorry about that. Just wanted to keep you posted in our lives, because now... You have a connection with us in our personal lives. Oh, heck. Apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. Love um, us, please. <laughs> please. Don't leave me. <laughs> but uh, is there a, this is why we came here moment. I, mean, I have a vote for one. Okay. But I can't think of anywhere he's like truly like screaming like yeah. he normally does. I mean, I, he gets he gets salty with her the night he comes back from going out with Bobby. Because Bobby's like, oh, yeah, I saw your girlfriend earlier. And then she hadn't said anything about it. So he was, like, mad at her. But oh, I don't yeah. think he yelled at her or anything like that. No, he's very gentle in this movie. He's a good boyfriend in this movie. He is. He's very good to her. I was, like, so upset. I was like, I want to be them. Like, I really, really wanted to be in love with Nick Cage while watching this movie. Even though, like, you could see <laughs> that his hair is dyed jet black. <laughs> and that there is a little bit of balding okay. happening. We we love a little bit of a bald. Oh, it's so good. But <laughs> um, Piper declines this. No, I either when he starts getting in the fight at the bar because he does start to like I feel like yell, or honestly I feel like my vote has to be the opening scene. I was gonna say I think the opening scene is like, I think it's interesting that that it's at the beginning, and I think that we should pick that one because what an introduction. This yeah, like this whole movie, it's like David Lynch. Nicholas Cage, Laura Dern, a handful of like really iconic David Lynch cast members mm-hmm. in like a road trip drama romance movie that you know is just going to be crazy. Like yeah. the whole thing is like, oh, well, how could you not see this movie? Like, yeah. why wouldn't you want to watch it? But then, like, because that happens in the first five minutes, it's like, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. This you're, is definitely why in. we came here. Yeah. I'm, I'm so in right now. No, you're right. We get locked in real fucking fast. Um, so that's the one I'm going to go with, too. Cool. But so this is going to be an interesting rating because he doesn't necessarily yell, but, like, his actions are crazy. Yeah. Um, hmm. So think. what would you? I don't know. I, I want to give it a pretty high number just because, like, it is a brutal murder. I would like off to. Off the bat with his bare hands. I would like to watch it again because I can't 100% remember, but I will. I'll compensate a point. I'll go up a point from what, what I would give it. Oh, you're going to bring it up right now? <laughs> yeah. I think we need to know. <laughs> Wild at heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just gave me this to kill you. She said, leave it. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I know, yes. I forgot! 
flight of stairs. Okay. 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 It's not even done. <laughs> God. Oh, yep. Lights a cigarette. Yep. Okay. So. All right. This just in. <laughs> so we just watched it again. <laughs> and I forgot that you're right. It's literally that simple that the opening scene is them leaving a casino. Some dude being like, hey, Marietta told me, Lula's mom told me you're trying to fuck her in the bathroom. And she gave me this and holds up a wad of cash and goes, to kill you. And then he just pulls out a knife and then the fight just happens. Yeah. And it's That's so fucking good. It's so good. Okay. You do it. I know you want to write first. I This is what I was thinking before and even after. I'm like, I'm going to give it a couple more points than what I was thinking. Okay. But like, I would like to give this like a 7.4. I was going to say 7.4. Were you? Yeah. Dude, I, it's... It's just so intense, so fast. And, like, he literally, like, he beats this dude so bad that the back of his head is so broken open that, like, it's like when you break open a coconut and all the water falls Oh, yeah, out. there's just blood spilling onto the floor. And then, he, and then after he's already murdered and in a giant pile of blood, he, like, picks up the dude and then throws his body. And then Against the music the goes back to... <laughs> but, um... Okay, so we agree on that. But nice. also, what I do have to say, which I, I forgot was a was a plot point that we forgot, was when they're doing the flashbacks of the, that night throughout the movie mm-hmm. is because he's like, oh, you're trying to fuck her mom in the bathroom. But then they show the scene of them in the bathroom and she does try to hook up with him at and first. And he's like, ew, no. But I can't tell if she was trying to do it because she wants to be like, yo, your boyfriend fucked me. You shouldn't date him. Or, or if she's, she's drunk and was like, like, I want it because he's yeah. hot. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of both i agree um but so she but they have this long scene at one point where you do see what happens and it's like halfway through the movie they have this long scene of them arguing in the bathroom and like in the stall and at first i thought he was gonna like fuck her yeah i was like oh my god he did fuck her what right the hell? but then they're like fighting and it's getting really like you were the driver of blah 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 yeah and like just being really like you're no good. I'm going to get rid of you. And they're just like spitting at each other's face, like just so much hate. Yeah. And then, so now we know that that's the conversation he just left from. And moments later, she's like, hey, yo, go kill him. Yeah. So, <sighs> fucked up. Dude, this movie's so fucking good. It's, I want to watch it again. <laughs> um, but it, what time is it? It's 6 36. Oh, perfect. PM. We're going to go see a movie. Hot. We're going to see a midsummer. So. We give you seven days to go see it because then we're going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to spoil it on here. I'm kidding. We won't. Um, but we, so now the movie itself. Movie itself. I'm going to let you go first. I really, like, I'm, I got to go with like an 8.7. Okay. I really, really, really enjoy this movie. And it is so much good gore. The acting is phenomenal. The ridiculousness of it is amazing. And even though it is, like, out there and outrageous, like, the storyline is really, really good. Mm-hmm. And it does tie together and everything, like, is tied together at the end. Um, there's no, There doesn't seem to be really any loose ends. Um, there's random shit, but I feel like, all in all, it's, like, been um, solidified by the end. And also, 
just the epicness of this movie makes me give it a high rating because I have to. Hell yeah. So that's so I go with an 8.7. I was going to give it 9.2. 9.2? I was thinking 9.3, but I was like, it's a little high. It's a little high for me. But it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, this is definitely like easily probably on, I know it's going to be higher on your list, but I think for me, this is probably like within my top 20 favorite movies of all time now. No, yeah, totally. And that's and that's saying a lot because yeah. we've seen a lot of movies. Totally. So 20 is like a small list for me. <laughs> it's hard for me to fit anything onto 10, but yeah, I, I, I think it, it slides up at about 18. <laughs> I definitely feel like my favorite movies have been this one. Bird, of, of Nick? Of Nick. Okay. Have the, been this one, Birdie, mm. and uh, Racing with the Moon. Yeah. I think... Um, of Nick's movies, it's definitely of the of the ones we've like been introduced to because like obviously Raising Arizona yeah, yeah. holds a very special place to me because that's one of my favorite actual movie movies, mm-hmm. not just Nick movies. But yeah, I would say Birdie, Racing with the Moon, this, and I feel like we watched another one that I was like, this is a great movie, but I can't remember what it was. I, honestly, I really liked Time to Kill last week. Oh, did you? Yeah. After you've sat on it a little bit, yeah. I, it was pretty all right. I mean. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a way better movie than I was expecting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I can't think of. I mean, gotta love vampires killing. <laughs> Fucking banned. I know. I can't watch that movie again. It was too much too soon. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So this was like, we didn't laugh that much this week because we were really excited about this movie. Oh, my God. it's It was so fucking good. It's... I don't. I feel so stupid because I'm like, oh, my God, it was so good. That's just what I keep saying I, over and over I don't again. Because I don't know how to... It's not, like, any experience I've ever had before. Yeah. So I don't really know how to, like, articulate, like, this is an amazing movie because it's an amazing movie for very different reasons than what you would expect. It's a very, like, emotional investment type of movie. Yeah. Like, not in the way that Birdie is. No, Like, that's no. emotionally draining because it's, like, trauma and heavy. Yeah. This is, like, you get really into the characters like the characters are really well developed and they're cast incredibly well and even like the anecdotal like side stuff it's almost like vignettes Mm. so it keeps it interesting yeah but we're on like a streamlined story yeah it's just really fun to watch and it's it's literally a roller coaster ride yeah like the reason it was like draining for me Mm -hmm. is because i got dragged through so much so overstimulating it is overstimulating in, like, the best way. Like, yes. that's the kind of way I want to experience movies. So, everyone go see it. And yeah. if you made the mistake of listening to this before, then I'm so sorry. But, like, even so, you should still see it. And I think you'd still be shocked. Totally. So. It's got some cool visuals. Got some good music. It's great sex scenes. Very true. Nick Cage's Elvis. Very good. Laura Dern's tits are out. You do see them. Tits or go home. <laughs> Tits or go home. That's what they told Laura. Boobs or, wait, what is it? California or boobs? Oh, yeah. California <laughs> or boobs. Oh, titties. Um. So, yeah. So, what do we have, Asia? Social media. Social media. We've got the Twitter. It's Ginspod. Uh, I've kind of been slacking because I've been super busy, but I'm there. Yeah, Please I've been. Follows. I've been a little slow on the Instagram. I'm sorry, y'all. Instagram is gone in 60 seconds, N-I-C-S-T-Y, and we have an email address. Which is also gone in 60 seconds at gmail.com. So far, I know last week we put out just like a quick random thing just to give you something on the holiday that my brother emailed me like the day before. We love you, Sammy. Sammy, 
he uh, took the time to edit his favorite moments from episodes one through ten. Um, transitioned by Nick Cage yelling, butthole. Um, <laughs> and I uploaded that barely coherent and because uh, it was Fourth of July, like two in the morning. And uh, so, yeah, so I was just kind of thrown up there and I'm really proud that I spelled everything correctly. And that's it. Applause for her. What's next week, Marta? Uh, so next week is Firebirds. It's don't you don't need to watch it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. You can just listen to us rip it apart because um, we watched it right after we watched. Uh, what's it called? This one. Wild at heart. <laughs> what are we doing? Hello. Hello. Welcome to Ghana. <laughs> did we say that? Oh, no. I don't think we did. It's OK. They know we got the, the there's the song. So, you know, <laughs> that's that why we have the song. Yeah. Oh, we oh, did. OK. Garbage 60 this seconds. This is why we have Asia's sister here <laughs> to be like, what just happened? I Piper blacked out. Keeps us on track. Yes. Um, I think that's it. How long is it? It's an hour. OK. Okay. All right. Okay. Piper? Huh? Say okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oprah. Oprah. Okay, thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> Bye. See you um okay. Okay. That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs> <laughs>